Thanks for hitting that play button and joining us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepard. I'm sitting here with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC. I say I'm sitting here. I'm actually looking at Ed on a Zoom screen right now, but uh, that's okay. Good to see you, Ed. This works pretty well. I really love being in studio with you and Joe, and it's really helpful. But So here I am with our good friend Jonathan Mortis in California. You're in Chicago, but that's the world of high tech these days. That's right. That's right. Hey, we hear a lot about servant leadership, so we thought we'd take a few minutes and talk about that here today. Um, Where would you like to start, Ed? Well, I'd like to start by emphasizing again, I've spoken about this before on our podcasts, but as I travel around FEBC around the world, I see this dedication and humility in some extraordinary leaders all over this organization. And I wonder, what is it that stimulates our staff to to serve with such uh, humility? And that takes us right to Scripture, because uh, chapter 2 of Philippians, uh, the heading of that chapter is imitating Christ's humility. And I know that our staff all around the world, Wayne, are truly dedicated in their study of God's Word. So let me start with verse 3, chapter 2 of Philippians, verse 3. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. That line alone describes the attitude of broadcasters. They're not wanting to be famous. They don't want their voice to be well-known or admired. They're interested in one thing, uh, and that is getting the gospel into the hearts uh, and the lives of their listeners. That's their goal. That's all they care about, which I think is an admirable trait for a broadcaster. It goes on to say, each of you should look not on your own interests, but also the interests of others. And I'd say not also, but specifically the interests of others. So you think about, once again, the goal of a broadcaster. The goal of a broadcaster is to enrich the spiritual lives of those people listening alone. It's not to do anything for yourself. It's not to say, I have a lot of followers or many people are writing in for my program. But the goal is to enrich the interests of the listener which is exactly what Paul is writing about here, where we're to imitate Christ's humility. Yeah, that's the ultimate challenge, the next line of Scripture. You must have the same attitude as that that Christ Jesus had. That's, that's a pretty tough challenge, though, isn't it, Wayne? I mean, <laughs> to have the attitude of, of Christ Jesus. But that's the standard. Yeah. And while we all fail, it, it's... It's the heart they're looking at. And while sometimes maybe we don't, we can't say we have the same attitude as Christ Jesus, but it's the striving to be that way that drives people to excellence and success and demonstrating this humility and the lack of self-interest that he talks about in the previous verses. Yeah. Well, let's share a couple of things that we have from listeners that fit into this theme of servant leadership here today. Um, We have this note from uh, someone who lives in Korea. I'm 42 years old. I live in a seaside village. I've been listening to FEBC Korea in Ulsan, is it pronounced, through the smartphone application. My family also has been a big fan of FEBC Korea because of me, especially since last December. I've been reading the Bible every day since I got a Bible from FEBC Korea. 
is not only my best friend, but also a mentor for me, the radio is. I thank God every day for FEBC Korea and its ministry. That's that's the kind of result we love to see, and it comes from that self-sacrifice of service that our, our staff provide. Yeah, that's right. One of the greatest compliments I believe a broadcaster can have is for somebody to say, you are my best friend. Mm-hmm. Because our goal is to broadcast the gospel to the least reached, to the forgotten of society, to those people. In many cases, they're isolated and they're alone. And um, if those listeners believe in their hearts that this voice I hear on the radio, maybe they don't even know what their face looks like. But if they believe that that voice that they hear regularly on the radio is their best friend, then we have succeeded. Because who do you trust in this life? Um, You really trust your best friend. That's the person you take good counsel from. That's the person who you share your most intimate secrets with. And when that best friend is encouraging them to be a follower of Jesus Christ and directing them to the Bible, like this man just said in his testimony, then we've succeeded, Wayne. Mm -hmm. And we've succeeded not because of selfish ambition, but because we're focusing on the interests of the listener. Yeah. There's more, of course, here in Philippians chapter 2 that applies to this, isn't there? Yeah, actually, I I would like to skip down to verse 14. Uh, Do everything without complaining so that you become blameless and pure. Um, I have told you on many occasions, Wayne, it's like I've been sitting in studios around the world, 95 degrees and humid. Uh, We had some food for lunch, which I think might have been spoiled. The water is warm. The coffee's cold. But no one ever complains. They're grateful to have a microphone and an opportunity to speak with the listener. There's very little self-interest in these humble places that I have the privilege to visit around the world. That's a part of it. It surely is. Uh, Do you have another note here we want to share with our friends? Yeah, let me read this one, Wayne, we have from Pakistan. And before I read this, you know, Pakistan, you think about a difficult place. Uh, 99.5% Muslim and very staunch Muslims in the country of Pakistan. Uh, I have been there on many occasions, and you really feel as a Christian— it's an oppressive society. You go into the churches and there's armed guards and there's government officials with machine guns and there's barbed wire uh, and they have dogs sniffing you when you walk in to make sure you're not carrying an explosive. Those are the minimum standards you have to overcome in order to attend a church service in Pakistan. And there's very, very, very few churches. Um so, so that's some of the challenge that our staff have with doing radio there. Um, broadcasting on local stations in Pakistan, the gospel is strictly prohib- prohibited. So we're broadcasting via uh, social media, shortwave and, and medium wave signals that come in from outside of the country. So it just gives an attitude of oppression to the broadcasters. But once again, they follow this instruction that we've been talking about of looking for the interests of the listeners, not their own, not their difficulties. They're not complaining. They're working toward doing the best they can. And here's the result. The listener writes, I'm listening daily to your program on the radio. The program Eternal Life is one of my favorites that has helped me grow with new insight and perception about the Bible and the Christian religion. 
the Word of God is presented with much clarity and in a friendly style. Keep up the good work, please. So obviously, this listener is been ministered to. This listener feels like he is the priority in this work, not uh, the self-interest of the broadcaster. Right. And you know, Wayne, we get many letters just like this, and it is such an encouragement to our broadcasters. Actually, this listener goes on to write, the Urdu and Punjab broadcasts from FEBC are very impressive and effective, as they're very relevant to our daily life and culture. Your programs have helped us reshape and renew our lives through biblical teaching. I am convinced that FEBC broadcasts have contributed a lot to my ethical and spiritual life. Thank you for sharing these beautiful programs with amazing teaching. That doesn't just happen. It happens because there are people behind the scenes committed to the Lord who are doing uh, what the Lord has called them to do with uh, uh, certainly a sense of uh, serving Him and not themselves. That's what it's all about. That's what we're talking about here, servant leadership, Ed. I think in, in, in this Philippians section that we're reading, Paul also goes on to encourage people that without the continued support of God's help— we may all slide back to the ways of our flesh, of course, the ways of self-interest. It's just human nature. And I think a constant reminder as we encourage our staff, remember what you were before, before Christ and the Holy Spirit came in and changed your life so that you can rightfully attempt to imitate Christ's humility. And I think that constant reminder that we share with our staff and we hear back from our staff that they're aware of is what keeps these programs vibrant, fresh, and focused on the ultimate goal. Ed, your early career was in business. And there are many fine Christian people in business or servant leaders. You and I both know them. Um, but there has to be a marked distinction between that time and business that you had in your life and now in this ministry in terms of servant leadership. Any any thoughts about that? Well, yeah, you hit me with that cold, but it's it's great because I'll give you straight from the heart. The big difference is the ultimate goal in the business world was essentially to make profits, to run an effective, profitable organization so that the stock price would go up, so that our bonuses would be big. And the whole thing was kind of focused on self-interest. Work hard so the company does well, so that you get great rewards. And on one level, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, absolutely not. I mean, it, it works. It's what drives uh, the successful uh, system of capitalism and many, mm-hmm. many great companies operate on on that premise and and it's successful but for me personally it's passion that drives extraordinary performance yeah it's passion alone it's not material reward it's not watching the stock price goes up but what do you have passion for and the things of this world will all pass away when we step into eternity all those things we worked for in this life will pass away, and they'll be absolutely meaningless. But those things which are eternal, those things which last forever, are what I personally, and I think many of the staff across FEBC, see as the priority. Let's concentrate on those things that really matter. I can even remember, Wayne, when I was in the business world, 
getting into really difficult conversations. And I would once in a while say, look, in a hundred years from now, that's not going to matter at all. Hmm. And it would confound the people I was talking with because they had no idea what I, what do you mean in a hundred years? We're not even going to be around in a hundred years. And I said, well, you might not be. But <laughs> and anyway, it's like those things which we have passion for are what's going to drive us to do extraordinary things. Our staff around the world believe in what it says in Philippians chapter 2, that by imitating Christ's humility and being dedicated to the mission of the organization that pushes us toward the ultimate goal, just like Paul said at the end of uh, this section we were just reading, it says, even as I'm being poured out like a drink offering, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. It's not about Paul. It's not about us. It's not about this life. It's not about success in this life. But when we focus on eternal things, which is taking the gospel to the least reached people around the earth so that we can share in the joy of that harvest, then we will do extraordinary things for God. Yeah. And we've been talking about this in the context of the Far East Broadcasting Company and ministry. But the truth is, anyone who's listening in any arena of life, if they know the Lord, this is the kind of leader we are to be in our families, in our homes, in our churches, etc. That's right. One of the things we're talking about in this Leadership Academy where we're training young leaders throughout FABC is your mission from God is the mission that God gave you. Uh, We were talking about the the mission trips that the Apostle Paul took and the phenomenal things he did, preaching in synagogues through Iconium and Lystra and Derby and Antioch and having these extraordinary results. And many people might look at that and say, well, yeah, but I, I, I don't do that. I can't do that. God's assignment for each one of us is just as important as God's assignment was for Paul. Yeah. His assignment for some of us might simply be to provide a quality witness to a grandson or granddaughter, or to teach effectively in the Sunday school at our church, or maybe even just to encourage those that are around us in life to advance their dedication towards study of God's Word. I think God believes those assignments are just as important as the ones He's given a great people of faith like the Apostle Paul. So that, never, yeah. ever, ever— do we want to make comparisons right. to our mission is not so good? Dedicate yourself to that mission. Use the passion of wanting to succeed in what God has put on your plate and do it without self-interest and focusing on the interests of others with great humility. And I think God will be greatly pleased with those. Well said. Well, before we end this edition, what's uppermost in your mind to ask our listeners to pray about, especially for the Far East Broadcasting Company? Well, you know, one of the strange prayers that I often ask for, Wayne, is our staff are doing great work. I've just bragged on them a little bit and talked about how they're pouring their lives into the ministry. But the prayer that's really important is to pray for the hearts of those people who have yet heard Mm -hmm. so that they would be prepared, so that they would be softened, so that... When they hear the gospel through the broadcast ministry of FEBC, they will come to faith. Very good. Well, thanks for the conversation about servant leadership here today. Maybe uh, those listening will take a few moments and look through Philippians chapter 2. I know I'm going to do that here as we conclude the conversation, Ed. So thank you so much. 
And we'll talk again next time. Thanks to Jonathan Mortiz there sitting with you in California and Joe Carlson sitting with me here in Chicago for producing Until All Have Heard, a ministry of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Of course, as you may know, we're online and you'll find much more information at febc.org. Thanks for listening.